Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. One of the great American myths is that of the self-made man, someone who is successful and rich through their own efforts. Our latest guest is very successful, but he doesn't pretend that he did it by himself. Find out what I mean in part three of my conversation with Coach Matt Lyle. Team Snap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. As we move into 2024, make sure you're ahead of the game by getting organized for your next season. Whether you are a coach running your team with the Team Snap app, an admin using Team Snap for business to manage your club or league, or a marketer looking to make noise in the youth sports space, Team Snap has you covered. Visit TeamSnap.com or download the Team Snap app from your app store for more information. Matt Lyle can recall rock bottom. It's 2010, and he's 33 years old, trying to avoid the repo man, someone whose job it is to take things from people who are no longer paying for them. The repo man was after Matt's SUV. He also recalls the humility of having to eat tuna packets. Though others were telling him to get a, quote, real job, Matt persisted, and he was inspired by an internet personality and entrepreneur and a friend who loaned him $4,000. I am both thrilled and saddened to present to you the third and final part of my talk with the one and only Coach Matt Lyle. Let's get to it. I know you started the hitting vault, which was huge. Was that the big breakthrough to propel you and start to grow your following on social media? Kind of. I'll say this. I feel like the luckiest person in the world in the sense of like how things work out and the sense of timing. So in 2012, social media was kind of just getting off the ground, growing 2011, mm-hmm. 2012. And I came across this book by this guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. And mm-hmm. you know now everybody knows Gary V is, but 2011, 12, nobody knew this guy was. He wrote a book called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And the book was all about how social media was going to be the next big thing. And that if you provided value on social media and provide value, 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 that eventually, as you build relationship and value in your following, that you could ask these followers to buy up your product. So I thought it was a really cool idea. And I had no product. I had no idea even what that meant. Uh, right. I, had no, I had no connections. And I know I, know I wanted to coach in college and like maybe that could be a thing. So I started uh, my Coach Lyle Facebook pages and my Twitter page, and I just started sharing coaching knowledge that I had learned, mm-hmm. books that I had read, uh, hitting drills, like anything that I thought was of value to a mm-hmm. coach or a dad uh, in coaching. Mm-hmm. And 2011, 2012, and 2013, it, started just, it, it just blew up. I had like 100,000 followers very quickly. Uh, and back then, like again, you know, nowadays you could never build it that fast, but like it was wide open. And so it, it built very, very fast. And so 2012, 2013, next thing you know, I probably had a couple hundred thousand followers. And it was like, next thing you know, I was like, I'm the Twitter online mm-hmm. social media guru coach guy on hitting and stuff like that. And then in 2014, I was asked to speak at the National Coaches Convention for Softball. And it was like a sold out big convention with like 4,000 people. I came to a buddy of mine and said, hey, I want to do this thing called the Hitting Vault. I'll sell subscriptions to this thing. And again, you have to understand, like we were paycheck to paycheck. My wife was driving this 
Hyundai Elantra car that like it was barely run. It was not a safe car to drive with kids. <laughs> and, and like we had, we were we had two little ones at the time, and like to barely make ends meet. I was coaching my stipend at Santa Clara University was thirteen thousand dollars. I drove three to four hours round trip every day. That wow. was a long drive. And so like things were very tough. And so I came to my buddy, I have this idea. He's like, well, what do you think it would cost to do it, to build it? I'm like, four grand. I thought like that's what it cost me to build this website, <laughs> do all the videos. He's like, I'll write you a check today. And I was like, ah, you're my friend. I don't want to borrow money from you. He gave me the $4,000 check. I hired, a, I hired a cameraman. I filmed all of it in one day. I did it all in like the iMovie, you know, this, I just bootstrapped it the best I could. I launched it the weekend that I spoke at the convention. And I, at the convention, I said, you know, hey, oh, this yeah. is going to launch. I sold $35,000 in vault memberships that opening weekend. And for me, again, like we had like 18 cents in our che uh, checking account every week. And so immediately I went, and bought, went to the car dealership, bought my wife a used Toyota Highlander for $9,000 cash. And we paid for it. It was like our first, you know, nice oh, car. And it was, it was awesome, used, man. but it was very nice. And we paid cash for it. And like at the time we were doing this Dave Ramsey thing and we're no debt. And, and so like that gave us a little bit of breathing room. And like I said, that my following wow. just continued to grow. The vault continued to grow. And it was just kind of this turning point in, our, in my life in the sense of uh, opening some doors, uh, coaching wise, connections wise, and the, and the following just kept growing. And, and as I said, it was just this perfect timing storm of launching the product. I had the followers who who were like, hey, I've been following this guy for a couple of years. He's got good stuff. And he, he says, I need to buy this. I'm willing to buy it from him. And I've made friends with Gary Vaynerchuk over the years and he's interviewed me and talked and I'm like, hey man, you taught me this thing yeah. and like implemented it and it actually worked and like it's yeah. it's changed my life and it's allowed me to uh do the things that i've been able to do since then and that was the big turning point for me and i gave my friend back his four thousand dollar check probably like <laughs> two, two days after the launch and i think yeah. him and i were both just like shocked about like yeah. he was kind of like i didn't expect to get this money back you know i i, I was worried <laughs> that you know it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work out and so that was an awesome story and i remember my wife and I, to this day, still remember we, we took him and his wife out to dinner. A really nice dinner to celebrate just like this, like, yeah. you know, because he blessed me with this $4,000 check. I may not have ever done it if, you know, he wouldn't sit, he hadn't said, hey, I believe in you. I'll give you this check and I, you know, let's, let's do it. And he, ne he didn't want nothing in return. And, uh, you know, like I said, people like that and, and people in my life that have invested in me and have changed my life. What's one message that you have for youth sports parents today? My biggest message is to communicate to your kids that you love them regardless of their performance on the field. I think every parent that I've ever told that to is like, yeah, they know, they know. I'm like, no, they don't. Because the kids I talk to, they think they, there's a lot of them that say, my dad loves me a lot more when I go for four for four or score 20 points than I do if I have a bad day at the plate or a bad day on the court. And so I think as parents... We do a terrible job communicating that to our kids. I think we like assume it and we think that they do, but uh, I would just say parents, we got to do a really good job after a game or, or before a game just saying, hey, buddy, no matter how you play today, play your best. I, no matter what, I love to watch you play and I love you no matter what you do on this field. I think that that would be the biggest advice that I would give the parents because I think there are a lot of kids out there that are, are really hurt by their parents and they think that it's because they parents aren't happy with their performance or their talent. Hmm.
Coach, what's one message you would tell kids who look up to you and who want to be a success like you someday? The biggest thing I would say is like, there are going to be moments that you want to quit. Whatever it is, school, baseball, sports, like, you know, relationships, all these type of things. And like, you're going to come to this crossroads several times. like, this is too hard. I'm going to quit. And I would just say like, in my experience, the people that just don't quit, just don't quit. Even if you have to go, like I said, one baby step at a time, it took me 10 years to get my college degree. Like I just did not quit. And so uh, for me, my message to kids, like whatever your dream is, whatever it is that you want to accomplish, you're going to want to quit. People are going to tell you to quit. And there's going to be moments that you're going to like, you're, you're faced with like, this is it. And you quit. And I would say that the people, the best people I have been around or people who have, who have accomplished those dreams have found ways to not quit and just like, just survive one more day, one more day and continue that thing. And for me, that would be my biggest encouragement is like, if you really want it, like, just don't quit. That's really, it's, 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 it's hard, very hard, but it's very it hard. is also very simple. Yeah. You've got over a million followers on social media, lots of viral posts, but you've gone to different schools. And I saw you recently posted how your sixth grader is now at his fifth school. How hard is it, even now, with all the success you have, to juggle your livelihood and juggle raising your family? It's literally the hardest thing I could imagine. I would say that the biggest challenge in life for someone who coaches full-time, especially at the college or pro level, is that you are choosing a career that is in direct conflict with being a good father and the sense of the things that, wow. you, in, so, in so many ways, like you can still be a great father, you still, but it, it is literally, you know, pulling you the opposite of direction. And so for me, I've had opportunities in pro baseball that I turned down. Uh, over the years, because it was like, I'm going to be away from my family for six to nine months at a time. Some people can do that. It's just even coaching at the same level now where I come home every day for the most part is it's really, really difficult to do. And so if this is your life or you want to choose to be in this life that you have to be so intentional with your time that you do have available to your family and kids and that it, it is a really shot for me, the biggest challenge is it's, it's just really, really hard is it's something that I wrestle with and have a hard time with every day of my life in the sense of saying, hey, I'm really heartbroken to be missing this soccer game or this music recital, whatever it is, because I'm out recruiting or I'm out doing mm. or playing on the road or whatever it is. Those those things are very, very difficult. And I think, you know, those are things that you kind of have to uh, deal with and reckon with a little bit. And it's challenging. Coach. This was so exciting to talk to you. Really, really appreciate the insight and the candor and all the best to you moving forward as well, Coach. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it and appreciate it having me on. And it is an honor to be asked to, to do it. And so I thank you for that. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. Please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. If you have any questions or comments, please visit my website, seankjensen.com and go to the contact page. You can even leave me a voice recording. And of course, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap. Whether you're a coach, an administrator, or a brand looking to reach the youth sports community, TeamSnap connects the world of youth sports. Visit TeamSnap.com or download the TeamSnap app from your app store for more information. Until next time, I'm Sean Jensen.